leaders in that room were not only on board for it, you could tell that their hearts are in that work and they're committed. And that's what you want to see. Welcome, everyone, to the Driving Vision Podcast brought to you by the Ziegler Auto Group. And here with me, Auto Group Director of Talent Development, Mike Van Ryan. Welcome, Mike. Hey, thanks, Sam. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, like it if you do, and leave a comment. Hey, everybody, welcome to the special edition of the Future of Zach Today Driving Vision Podcast. Today with us is a familiar face to the Ziegler Auto Group, Tim Tarantine. Welcome, Tim. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. It's awesome to have you here. It's exciting to be in the Ziegler studios. What do you think of this new place? Now, this is rocking. <laughs> Isn't it pretty is cool? Next level here now. <laughs> you should come. Come check it out. It even makes guys like us look good. That's right. That's right. Wonders. All we need now, Tim, is we need a live studio audience and we could put on a sitcom. <laughs> I don't know if you want to do that. <laughs> we, don't soon. we don't want to do that. And of course, uh, welcome back. Mike Van Ryan, Director of Talent Development here at the Ziegler Auto Group. Thank you, Sam. So you guys have been involved today at Ziegler at Motorsports in some classes. Tell us a little bit about what you've been up to, Mike. Yeah, I'm so excited to have Tim back investing time with our teams. And we hit the topic, Sam, today of driving connections. So really developing those connections across the group and team building, team building workshops. So we got some good nuggets, a lot of takeaways that we're going to be able to learn today, Tim, and excited to share with our listeners across the group. When you think about connection, what's the single biggest takeaway from today? You spent time at Motorsports. Some of the people that are here, Team Ziggler and how we're committed to connection. It's one of our core values implemented in, indirectly into the pride statement. What's your biggest takeaway today, Tim? We spend over a third of our life at work. Oh gosh, that's true. Just think about that for a minute and, and how sobering that is. Yeah. That's the time we spend. And yet when we talk about team, these are the humans we spend yeah. over a third of our life with. And so many of us, it's a drag. Yeah. And so the truth is we're better human beings when we're in better teams. A third of our life is spent there. Why can't we be in a place where everybody can bring their talent and everybody can win together? We're right? better human beings we are. when we're in teams. Now you talk about there can be a better way. Paint the problem for us. How does it show up poorly when we're not good teammates and we're not connected. What are the problems with that? Four numbers, 2021, 40 million people left the workforce. Wow. Yeah. And they didn't leave jobs and responsibilities. They left a feeling. They left a feeling. Yeah. And it was a feeling of disconnection between what I know feeds me and what I'm getting. And so when you talk about what's going to drive excellence for this next generation of economy, yeah. it's going to be the people who can create connection yeah. in a world that is so blown up. We're just, there's some challenges when it relates to that. And so the problem is huge, but leaders who can create that mortar is what I talked about this morning between the bricks mm -hmm. so that when the wind blows and it will, the wall won't got things that hold us together and let us do what we're designed to be great at doing. Mike, if I feel disconnected and there are moments I do, what, what's the first step I can take as a team member, teammate, or as a leader to help us become more connected? One of the things I loved, Tim read this quote today, and he said, people are an appreciating asset, right? So we really got to invest in our people and in our teams. And great leaders do that. And we talked today about resiliency as well, Sam. And there are sources out there, Tim, that you can talk to us about resiliency. How do we become more resilient? And we can use our team members for that. Yeah, two things. Number one, resiliency 
Mike, we usually think about resilience. I was taught resilience was somehow this superpower you have to make it through tough things. Yeah. Your ability to persevere and drag through. Come on back. Power through. And it <laughs> and so I in my mind, resilience was about strength. And if you weren't strong, you can't be resilient. But what I found studying about resilience in teams, it's really about speed. And it's about the speed you can move from despair to hope. Huh. How quickly can you get there is the evidence of your resilience. Interesting. Right? And so the idea is you want to build teams who can move from despair to hope quickly. How do you do that quickly? Well, that work happens ahead of time. We, so in this session, we talked about lots of different activities and ways you can set that up for your team to practice that speed. Yeah. And we'll talk about those activities in a second. But Mike asked also about, then how do you become that as a manager, as a leader? You've got to build your own team of resilience. Yeah. And what the research says is you got to have somebody on your team you can go to for hope, yeah, for humor, for dealing with politics, and that there's all these things we need that help leaders stay relevant and resilient in times of trouble so that we can create that environment for others. And so I need somebody on my team who's for all these different, I think there's eight different resources or, or places we need help in being resilient. Things like dealing with politics, dealing with work. What happens when an avalanche of responsibilities show up on the afternoon, on Wednesday afternoon, and you're totally burnt out? Yeah. You need somebody you can count on who will step right into that moment, help you stay in the flow, and still help the team get things done. And so there's these sources of resilience, but it's not money and time. It's what people bring on the team. So do you recommend that as a leader, you identify who those people are who yes. have strengths in those particular areas, and then you have some sort of an emergency plan that specifically states, when this happens, this is how I go to this person? Is that what you're talking about? Do you remember that old exercise they used to tell leaders to do about a personal board of directors? Yes. Oh, yeah. We, we actually talk right? a lot about it. We talk about that. Yeah. This is that idea, but this one is for your soul, not for your career. Ooh, ooh. This one is for how do I stay the best person and leader I want to be yeah, sure. when it is storming, when the things I can't control are overtaking me, how do I still show up my best me? I got to have somebody who can help me with humor, somebody who can help me with purpose, somebody who can help me think about cool. the vision and remind me of that. All of those things matter, and I need each of those people to be identified. Board of Directors for Your Soul. For Your Soul. S-O-U-L. <laughs> S-O-U-L. A little bit of music in there. Makes you want to say. <laughs> I love it. Right? Yeah. Expect yeah. It's from Tim. Think about all the leaders parked on the side of the road in their own career. Yeah. yeah. Because they're overwhelmed and they feel like they're by themselves. Yeah. You can get ahead of that. Yeah. By identifying those people in those critical areas. And there's a great Harvard Business Review article, 2021. It's like the, the key to building resilience is the name of the article. You can find it, Harvard Business Review. And they give these seven or eight different sources of resilience. If I were you as a leader, I'd make sure I got a name for every one of them. Yeah. On my team. Awesome. You know, what's interesting too, guys, is when we do that, we're tapping into somebody on our team's natural talents Absolutely. and their abilities. Yeah. And then they're feeling good about themselves because it's what they do naturally. Yeah. Right? 
they can provide so much value to us and to our overall team, which in turn can help with retention, which we talked about in, initially, right? Turnover. But if we've got great teams, we've got that retention. We're able to keep great people on our team and move forward. They're engaged. They're giving back. So right. it breeds itself. It just grows and grows, right? Yeah. A third of my life, the, I, we know how bad people say it goes. We know all the mediated images about how horrible life is at work. What if it goes well? If it goes well, it's probably the biggest, <laughs> greatest gift we can have. What if it goes well? Yeah. A third of my life. How yeah. much better yeah. is my world? So it's interesting, Tim. We believe at the Driving Vision podcast, Mike and I talk about this a lot, that a vision, a clear, compelling vision that brings all the stakeholders in. Yeah. And gets everybody engaged, inspired, and rowing in the same direction. There is no greater gift. You look at great leaders in the past, JFK, others. He's a political leader way in the past. Great movie, Hidden Figures, right? He brought people from across different religious, racial, all sorts of different backgrounds together, working on one goal. And a lot of those differences faded to the, faded away under a big vision, right? Mm. Is that part of resilience? Well, of course, because... The leaders, what they have in common, the ones you just talked about, is that they have clarity yeah. about what the ideal is. Yeah. The challenge for us is we spend a lot of time talking about what we don't want and what we don't like. But any <laughs> change initiative must begin with the ideal. Yeah. And those leaders cast for us what we could be. Yeah. And what we said was we'd rather have that than what we got. So people follow. Yeah. And so that clarity, along with an ideal is the leaders we follow and still talk about, even though they're dead and in the ground. Yeah. It's almost an right? employee bill of rights. It's almost yes. a human right as a person that gives 30% of your time in your life, a third yeah. of your life to something else that it be worthwhile, that I give back and that I learn to become resilient. I love that idea, Mike, yeah. of resilience is going from Despair to Despair hope. Despair to yeah. hope quickly. It's how long does it take you is the question. It's beautiful. Yeah. Mike? Yeah. The other thing that we hit today, Sam, with our team is we talked about practical activities that you could take back this afternoon with your team to build a stronger connection. Mm. And I, we just got to ask Tim, what were a couple of your favorites that you shared and you taught us how yeah. to create that connection? There's several of them that I think have been helpful. One that I found, though, that was really cool was an anything tournament. Yep. <laughs> an anything tournament? An anything tournament. The idea, this is for teams. Wait, is this Seinfeld? <laughs> I, I wish. I wish. Seinfeld fall. Oh, about nothing. So yeah, about you. nothing. Yes. Back to your regular scheduled program. Yeah. One of the activities I really love is an anything tournament. And the idea is that, particularly in an environment like Ziegler Auto Group, we have people who are very competitive people. These are people yes. who are driven yes. to win. Yes. And so think of all the fun we've had in our lives with simple games. Yeah. So people came up with ideas like a tournament in Uno. Okay. And okay. you have an Uno tournament in this corner. You got a tic-tac-toe tournament in this corner. And you got cornhole in this corner. And you have a bracket. Okay. For the tournament. Competition so, for the sake of competition. Instead of just a plain old team lunch, have an anything tournament. Okay. Have a game where you're getting to know people, quiz questions. Would you rather yeah. have fun at work? Because yeah. what we want normalized in that act is that you can compete together. Yeah. yeah. You can have fun and still win. Yeah. And sometimes in competitive environments, things can get toxic. You, get, yeah. you start yeah. competing against each other and it's cannibalism, yeah. not competition. Yeah. So you create that. Another cool one that we had talked about 
was a team playlist. Music is the great convener. Yeah. Think about the last time we went to a concert. You went to a concert and all these people from these different backgrounds are somehow peacefully together in the groove. Yeah. How do you create that at work? Yeah. Where everybody sings in two, sends in two songs, you put it on YouTube or Spotify, and there's your team playlist. That's why great teams have an anthem. There you Most go. Teams yeah. have an anthem yeah. that brings them together and unifies. Mike, I love the idea of an anything tournament. It's funny because I was up with the HR team just last week, and I'm like, we need something in the break room just to do. Like you, I'm in my office all day long on my own. I want to get together and do something with others. Some of the showroom floors have basketball from little tournaments here and there. There are things that we can do to engage with each other as a team. The cheetah race is one. It is. That's a big competition, more long-term, but there's a lot of short-term things. I love that idea. Absolutely. Does the HR girls, is it true they have cornhole up in their office? Like I don't know about this. There? I don't, if they yeah. haven't, if they have not shown that. <laughs> don't make, don't <laughs> you know, report. You know, another thing, Tim, <laughs> that we shared too, is something that I do with our recruiting team across the group. And we're spread out quite a bit between four states, right? That's and right. every Friday... Is all we do is send out a Friday positives email. So it's connecting our team. They share a few positives personally and professionally that happened during the week. Yeah. And then they typically will go into, hey, I'm doing this weekend. But it allows us to connect even though we're spread out throughout four different states. That's yeah. awesome. So, One of the things I love about that's important, it's consistent. Right. Yeah. yeah. And that we're in team with each other. That's helping people know that's something else I can count on Yeah. from my team. That's so important. Yeah to building that kind of culture of team is to have consistency. So if you talk about that fast move from one state to the next, talk to us about when we're teams and we work together, forgiveness and quickly forgetting can, has to be a big part of that, right? Yeah. There are things that happen in the course of human events, familiar term from the, the from from political history. There are things that happen that cause us to have, hold grudges and to withhold whatever. How do you get over that quickly? Yeah, despite this comment section mentality we've picked up about judging people and writing people off and having short margins, failure is still a critical part of growth. Yeah. Like, I don't care how quickly people scream, yeah. human beings still have to screw it up to get better. <laughs> we have to mess up to improve. Yeah, that's true. Failure is a part of success. Yeah. And without it, you cannot learn. And so I think the best advice I can give to leaders and managers and teams is to make room for failure, to make it okay. Leaders, talk about times you failed and what you learned, how you got up from it. How do you define failure though, Tim? Any way you want, where you went out to get something done and you fell short. Yeah. Or interpersonal business goal, related. whatever it is, sure. ability to meet a customer where they are and truly give them a great experience an inability to give each other a great experience. That's a failure, right? Yeah. Anywhere yeah. we fall short, there's learning, there's opportunity for learning, right? Yeah. And if we can be vulnerable about that, we make it okay for everybody else. Yeah. And Sam and Tim, if we go out and we do these things, if we execute across team Ziegler and all of our listeners yeah. across the group, our teams feel it. Yeah. It helps build our world-class culture, yeah. but also our customers feel it. Yeah. And it goes to that highest level of customer excellence. So Mike, I wish I had been in the class today. I wasn't there. 
if I didn't make this class at motorsports, are there other opportunities to get involved going forward? Will Tim be traveling? With <laughs> yeah, that Tim, Tim is a traveling man, so to speak. I think that's his nickname. So we've been very fortunate to have Tim invest times with our teams yeah. throughout the group. And we have him, Tim coming in every other month for leadership development throughout Team Ziggler. So it's been great. Yeah. So when's the next one? So our next one is on it would be is it Wednesday in Wisconsin, I believe. Yes. Of yes. this week. This week, mm -hmm. yes. Okay. So you'll miss it by the time you listen to this. And then when's the next cycle when you come back after? We'll be back in February as and, we start back. And note to edit or kill this part, but yep. let's start it up. Let's come in on the Hey, if I want more, how do I get more? Yeah. Mike, these are incredible strategies to be connected as a team. If I want more Tim Tarantine, Mike, how do I get more Tim Tarantine? Reach out to your general manager and make sure you get signed up for Tim's next class. We'll be seeing him every other month throughout the group at Team Ziggler or reach out to me, mvr at ziggler.com or Araya Daniels as well. Mike, can I just say you are an incredible example of everything Tim's talking about here. That ability to go from one state to the next is something that you personify. And you talk about the foundation of culture that is what we are at Ziggler. Uh, I can't just tell you, I can't say enough how awesome it is that you're a part of this team leading this effort. And to anyone out there that wants to learn how to emulate what Tim's talking about, all you have to do is go look at Mike Van Ryan or his entire team to get a better sense of how to do that. Tim, any final closing comments? Thank you, you, Sam. You're welcome. Appreciate you as well. Hey, yeah. love you, brother. <laughs> Outstanding. Look, just be committed to building a team because team is what's going to keep you through the tough stuff. And the more leaders can make that happen, the more we can unleash that potential that makes us great. You know what's So I got one more thing. We're not going to go without this. <laughs> I, think, I think it's a little bit of BS. We sit and talk about, hey, we're going to, get ourselves ready for tough times. And you know what? Tough times make us better. And then we cave and collapse at the first moment of <laughs> difficult yeah. difficulty. Because it's not always about, hey, this moment is tough because business is tough. To your point, if we stay together as a team, we can defeat anything. If we crumble as a team with finger pointing or blame, we crumble and we're yeah. unable to face that adversity. What is the difference between Facing adversity as a team and facing adversity individually and crumbling individually. Do you have anything to say on that? Again, go back to the mortar and example. You put a bunch of bricks together without some mortar. Yeah. And just wait. It'll just fall apart. So how do you check yourself? How do you, what is the test of a team listening to this podcast, trying to figure out, do we have the mortar that, that is going to be required for us to get through tough times? Are you working on team? Okay. And how much are you working on team? How much should yeah. you be working on team in the course of an average month? It's an everyday thing. It's small things. It, it's in how you check in with your people every day. Interesting. That's building team. Yeah. Right? It's in how you build your agendas. Do you make space for discussion or are you just vomiting information on yeah. people? Yeah. There's a hundred points a day yeah. where if we set in our minds, how can I do this like someone who wants a team? I might change a whole lot of things in any given day. Yeah. that I would use. So I would say it's more about a mindset about I want to be working and creating more cohesion, more glue every day. And then you'll know what to do. Being intentional. That's what it is. It's yeah. a mindset. Yeah. Mindset. Yes, sir. Mike, you do a good job of that. What would you say are two or three things you do as a leader with your team to create the mortar 
that's going to help you and your team get through tough times. Don't dismiss, don't dismiss the personal aspects yeah. of things, the relationship piece outside of work. Izzo talks about that, Tom. Izzo he talked does. about it here. He said, as an NCAA coach, I'm an incredible coach and I have to sleep out with my kids once a year. Yeah. Intense. Because spending time with those kids is so important. Yeah. What else would you do? Yeah, so just the biggest thing, just connecting, making sure you're having conversations about work, but also about outside of work stuff too. Because then they know you care. Yeah. And one of the things we talk about is empathy too. Empathy is right. a way to get hope, to, yeah. get, to, get through, to be resilient, right? Yep. Tim, I'm going to put you on the spot. Sure. You had a bunch of leaders at Motorsports in that room. What, how intentional do you think we are at Ziggler right now at doing question. that? I can't say for the whole group, but I can tell you in the room this morning, Yeah, the leaders in that room were not only on board for it, you could tell that their hearts are in that work. And even if they don't do it all, they're committed. And yeah. that's what you want to see yeah. is how much am I engaged around a topic like this yeah. tells you a lot about who's in the room. Yeah, And they were certainly right there with me throughout the whole presentation and they were quite engaged in the ideas they came up with, the way they executed the activities. You can tell this ain't new yeah. to a lot of folks at Ziggler. Mike, don't you think it'd be great for the future sessions, Tim, as you come back and you talk about this with our teams? Because this will be the topic next month or next go around, right, Mike? This continues to be the topic for a while. We vary topics every other month. Okay. This is the topic we're really focusing on for December. How important yeah. is this? Yeah. But we also, every session though, we're talking about our mission, our vision, our values, yeah, right? right? And it all ties in with what yeah. we do day in yeah. and day out. Yeah. I'm a mortar man. You're yeah. the mortar man. Right. Build yeah. mortar. Exactly. If you're not, if you're not creating glue, what you doing? Yeah. We should have brought our trowels in. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mike, last word. <laughs> well, Tim, we want to recognize you. We want to thank you for your heart for people and also investing times with our teams. You're a huge part of Team Ziggler and we appreciate everything that you do. Thanks, Sam. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you, Tim.